So Michelle, we all know you have the best tips, but Ooh. look, you can't possibly be everywhere to help everyone. That's where an authorized Disney vacation planner can be a lifesaver. And luckily for you, we just happen to know the best. That's Nate, of course, from Main Street and more travel. Oh yeah, Nate is the best. And with things changing at the parks, resorts, and of course the high seas all the time, it's so hard to keep up even for me. Well, that's not true. Yeah, but Nate is always right on top of every move Disney makes so he can help you have the best vacation ever. Oh, for sure. If you're looking to visit Walt Disney World, Disneyland, sail the seas on Disney Cruise Line, or even explore anywhere in the world beyond Disney, our friend Nate from Main Street and More Travel can help make your vacation dreams come true. No question, sweetie. And if you've listened to our show for any time at all, you know we're big fans of high-end experiences. And that's just what you get when you work with Nate. He'll give you concierge-level vacation planning services, but at no additional cost to you or your family. Heck, you may even save money if discounts become available because Nate is always looking to make sure you get the best deal possible. And did we mention all of this comes at no extra cost to you? That's because it's Disney that pays Nate for all that top-notch service he provides so you don't have to. So if you're looking for the best person to plan your magical vacation, just go to DizTripsAndMore.com, fill out the form on the website to get the process rolling on your next fabulous trip with Nate. And be sure to tell him Tom and Michelle sent you. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, intelligent, <laughs> very hardworking, Disney holiday-loving wife and co-host, oh, yeah. Michelle. Well, thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, November 27th, 2022. Actually, it's Saturday, November 26th, 2022. <laughs> uh, I forgot we're recording this a day early. I'm releasing it on Sunday, November 27th, 2022. I was, I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe he's saying Sunday because we'll go back tomorrow and record a little bit of tie-up or whatever or something different. Yeah. No, I've just, uh, I am thought we were going to record on the Sunday. We decided to go ahead and record a day early, so I just had it in my notes all messed up but and I, I it's rare that I actually know where I am or what date it is anyway so you know you should just expect that as we move along and this is without having any wine or any alcohol I know maybe that's the problem maybe that maybe is it. that's the problem <laughs> anyway we appreciate that you joined us today and hopefully you had a very wonderful Thanksgiving yes, this week yes how cool yes it was a fun time here on our house I actually was off that day yeah did plenty of cooking and we had some good food and it was a good time it was amazing cooking and was wonderful. Mm -hmm. As for today, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, a great way to follow along with us is on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. And we hope that you if you're not already a member, that you do come over there and join and bring some positivity and, and let us all celebrate and rejoice in things going on with your your life. Right. It can't be Disney related. It can just be life related. Right. Whatever. As long as it's positive, as long as it's fun, we want to celebrate you. So come on in and join us and, and you know, have a good time there along with us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> also, we are on YouTube. You want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, you can always hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. And we love hearing from people. Yes, we do. We love for whatever reason right. it might be. It could be, you know, a, a suggestion of a topic. 
It could be a question. It could be just to say hi. Yeah. We just love we, hearing we from inter- you. We love interacting we with our love listeners. We love interacting with uh, so many of our listeners in the various different platforms, which I just discussed here. Should we join Hive? There's people who are joining Hive as a social media platform, kind of an alternative to Twitter. <laughs> Wondering if we should join Hive. I'd love to take a look at it. Yeah. I don't know too much about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know much about it either. I've just seen like a bunch of people are like, you know, if this platform goes down, find me on Hive. <laughs> I don't know if it's any good. We'll take a look at it, decide for ourselves. If you know, send us a note. Let us know. Um, and you know, if you're on there, send yeah. us a note. Maybe if we go there, we will follow you. Right. So definitely want to check that out. Anyway, uh, but before we get into this week's show, you know we always like to take a look back at the week that was because there's always some good stuff there. Yes, of course, there are some bumps along the way. <laughs> But we like to focus on that smooth sailing part of the week. (laughs) Our favorite things from the week. Our favorite thing from the week that was. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle. Because, you know, she does the best research. (laughs) You're going to hear a little of that today. She has the best lists. You heard a little bit of that last week. Mm -hmm. She definitely has the best tips. You hear that every single week. (laughs) She almost always also has the best my favorite thing from this week. Michelle, what was your favorite thing from this week? Well, my favorite thing of this week you already brought up at the intro is the fact that you did have Thanksgiving off. You did and a ton of amazing cooking. It was just such a fabulous day to be home with you and Scott and that we had excellent food and just good family time together. Yeah, it was a, it was a good time. I, you know, and it's one of my favorite meals. It's all a bunch of stuff I like to cook. It's all a bunch of stuff mm, I like to eat. Fabulous. And uh, yeah, we had a great meal somewhere in the middle of the day, then just kind of plop down and watch some soccer, watch some foot, watch some of uh, some American football and some international <laughs> football, football, uh, and just had a, a good old day. So that is one of my favorite things from this week as well. Very cool. A couple other things were the uh, wrap up of season one of Andor. Yeah. Uh, the whole entire season of Andor was phenomenal. I right. uh, loved it all. Uh, very excited about it. Uh, just last night, we watched the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, <laughs> which was fantastic. It I loved was. it. It was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it was so creative. I I wasn't sure what to expect if it was going to be really likable or whatever. Um, but it was. It was. It was awesome. If you just take it in, you know that that it's that regular holiday special. Like there are so many right. holiday things about it, but you twist it to the Guardians of the Galaxy and the craziness yes. of that group, and it just kind of fell into place and it was ridiculous, fun, but still kind of heartwarming at the same time. Right. Right. It was cute for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I totally enjoyed that very much. So um, also, I, I haven't heard this yet, but there was a challenge put out last week on this show <laughs> by Michelle. <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to be another of my favorite thing from this week. This uh, was sent to us from Pat ooh. and Charles from the Conversation Star Wars podcast. You may remember a little challenge from last <laughs> week. If you don't know what we're talking about, well, you're probably going to hear it here in a second. Well, well, now I am here. The party can start. The party already started long before you got here, mate. In fact, I was hoping you were here to replenish the rum. Thanksgiving dinner! Let me guess what you are all thankful for. Me! Now, Melt, grab that fork and let's get some of that delicious-looking bursa meat. That Melt, it reminds me of an undead monkey I used to know. He had a great name, though. Anyway, I thought we could all talk about what we're thankful for. Tell me, Jack. May I call you Jack? There should be a captain in there somewhere. And what exactly are you captain of, Jack? Captain? The Pearl, mate. She's the greatest ship on the seas. Because she's more than a deck and a keel and a hole in sails, mate. She sounds like a lot of work. Like my mother always said, why on a ship when so many are free? If you have the courage to take them. You're starting to sound like my kind of pirate. That warms my heart. Anyway, Captain Jack, what are you thankful for? That's an easy one, mate. The pearl and a hearty stock of rum. Anything you're thankful for, Mr. Onaka, Hando Onaka. I thought even you had heard of me. Okay, Mr. Onaka. Actually, there should be a captain in there too, Jack. A captain? 
Okay, Captain Onaka, what are you thankful for? Well, let's see. I'm thankful for merch, of course. That goes without saying, and, uh, yes, that plucky kid Ezra. Such a good kid. And, of course, me. As interesting as this has all been, Captain Onaka, I'm going to set sail that horizon awaits. And Tortuga. Happy Thanksgiving, my dear friend Jack, Captain Jack Sparrow. Happy Thanksgiving, you strange, silly man. <laughs> and, and as I expected, that is now my favorite thing from this week. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that... Michelle. After I had brought up that I would love to see at my Thanksgiving table, uh, Hondo Anaka and Captain Jack Sparrow, they are just out trying to out pirate one another. <laughs> Um, and then you challenged Pat yes. to do it. And well, I wow. think he came through in, with flying, with flag flying colors. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. That is impressive. Just blew my mind. <laughs> blew my mind right there. Bravo, sir. <laughs> that was so good. I knew as soon as I got that from Charles, I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I just want to play it on the air and, <laughs> yes. and just sit back and enjoy. And sure enough, wow. I'm sure you did too. I mean, if you know, I mean, if you know the characters, I don't know, you know, some of you may not know Hondo really well. You may know him a little more now that he's in Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. Smuggler's Run and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, if you haven't watched um, the Clone Wars, Star Wars, the Clone Wars or Star Wars Rebels, you may not know him very well, but it's one of our favorite characters, all of us. And of course, yeah. everybody knows Captain Jack right, Sparrow right. and they just, oh, that was just so good. Thank you, Pat. Yes. Thank you, Charles. Wow. You guys are so creative, so amazing. And we appreciate that you did that too. That was awesome. I, I'm just, again, I'm speechless <laughs> at how fabulous it was and creative. That was, and, that was fun. Uh, also, Charles uh, picked up your challenge. I think it was from a couple weeks ago and he actually made a Disney dish. Yeah. Maybe this is part of the Disney dishes blog. Right. Uh, he remade a uh, Thanksgiving poutine Canadian that he is nice. uh, and he posted the pictures on our Facebook page underneath I did a, a picture of our Thanksgiving plate from the day of just saying hey the feast has begun and he posted uh, some pictures and some of the recipe uh, from the uh, that he created he said it was a big hit in his family I'm glad he tried that out thank you Charles and uh, yeah maybe he could be a contributing uh author of Disney Dishes blog. That's right. Chef Charles. Chef Charles. Chef Charles. There should be a chef in Charlet. that. There should be a chef in that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there we go. So uh, those were our favorite things from the week that was. Of course, if you ever have a favorite thing from the week, please hit us up uh, through the Gmail account on our social media, and we will love to share them on an upcoming show. So... Let's go ahead and move on to this week's show now that we speak of that. We have lots of stuff for you this week, including we've learned the dates of a couple of popular California Disney festivals. We're going to tell you about that. And there's a new deal you may be interested in if you're a DVC member who'd like to cruise through a galaxy far, far away. We'll tell you a little bit about that. And I heard there's some other big Disney news that we may discuss a little bit uh, here on the yeah, show some, as some well. Something up, else happened updates. this week. Something yeah. small, minor, <laughs> extremely minor. Might have missed it. But we may bring a little bit of that. I up don't even as think well. it get covered on get covered barely, on social media. Barely popped up. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't really trending or anything. Right. So. Uh, but enough about all that. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. Yes, for, so for this week's main topic, you know, we wanted, we're fully into the holiday, you know, Thanksgiving is now in our rearview mirror. We're fully in the holiday <laughs> season now, not that Disney hasn't been for weeks now, but we are fully into it. And, you know, we love just as much as anybody going to the parks and checking out all the festive decor and lights and all the fun stuff going on there. But maybe, you, you know, you don't want to necessarily go and pay that park price ticket to go and get some of your festivities on, you know. So we thought maybe there would be some cool things to do beyond the parks. What's going on out there? What are some Disney holiday experiences beyond the parks? And of course, 
Well, Michelle did a deep dive <laughs> and to try and bring you as much information, as much fun as possible. So you can get the most out of this holiday time when you are at the Disney parks. Michelle, take it away. All right. Well, like you said, you know, there may be a day or two in your vacation that you might want to skip the parks. And like you said, it could be because of the park, pr- the ticket prices. It could just be that, you know, the crowds are kind of a little bit too much and you want a little time away from that or whatever uh, but for whatever reason lots of reasons right and you know the other thing i want to focus on is that today we're really just gearing this towards walt disney world not that disneyland doesn't have great things to do outside the parks you know whether it's at the resorts or at downtown disney um but i think because there's so much else in close proximity to the disneyland resort that you know it's more uh probably a challenge at Walt Disney World if you're out here for like a week or at a time or something like that to be able to to get some time outside of the park. Sure. I'll just go ahead and say that they if you're if you're looking to get some just to get the Disneyland thing out of the way, if you're looking for some uh, inexpensive Disney experiences, the resorts, they deck themselves out as well just like right. Walt Disney World at Disneyland Resort. And the downtown Disney district has lots of stuff going on there right. too for you to check out. So um, visit them, um, check it out, have a lot of Disney holiday fun without having to go into the parks for whatever reason. But uh, go ahead. Exactly. Did you that's want right. to show? No, that's right. So um, there's actually a lot and want to be time sensitive here. So we're really going to uh, cover like three overall cat- categories, uh, like a day at a water park. Uh, resort hopping and the holidays at Disney Springs. Water park. My, there may be many people in the country right now that are thinking, why would I want to go to a water park? It's yeah. like 26 <laughs> degrees out right now. I know. It's not that way down here. No, it was like 86 today or right, something. Right, yeah. right. You know, and I think, yeah, maybe for some Floridians, you might think it's starting to cool down too much to get into a water park. But I'm sure those people coming from out of state, and especially in the cooler climates, may be actually looking forward to having an experience like that. For sure. Yeah. And so actually Blizzard Beach just reopened uh, earlier this month. um, And during its uh, closure, a bit of frozen magic took residence in in the uh, Blizzard Beach Park and it, it specifically at Tykes Peak. So that would be something fun to bring the kids to check out there. Uh, But they also added some additional food offerings, um, like the Cajun Shrimp and Grits. Yum. I know. And a new beverage uh, called the Watermelon Passion Lemonade from the Lotta Wada Lounge. Wow. Sounds delicious. Yeah. And that lemonade, you can have either non-alcoholic or you can have some of... uh, little bit of Tito's handmade vodka added to yeah, it. I, I know where, how, where I would go with that. <laughs> I know. Now, if you're into thrill experiences, not necessarily like me, but um, you could try Mount Gushmore there, and that has a near vertical drop. So, I mean, that should get your heart pounding there. Yeah, I know I won't be doing that. <laughs> and now through uh, December 31st, you can actually experience the merriment of the holiday season with daily snowfall, holiday music, uh, festival decorated inner tubes, and even a tropically dressed Santa. Wow, I've seen pictures of that Santa. I know. He looks very casual and very relaxed before his big night out. Right. So that's good. Yeah. I know obviously uh, going to the water park, there are some prices. There is a ticket price involved with that. Many of these things we're going to discuss are going to be things that aren't necessarily where you need to have a fee involved. This does. But, you know, again, it's an alternative to if you're going to the regular parks or if you're just looking for something to do differently on a a general day when you're at the Walt Disney World Resort. Right. Exactly. I mean, this could be one where you get a little bit of fun and thrill, but also some time of just relaxing, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, maybe feeling like you're, again, you're not in the crowd. It may not be as, you know, in some areas as crowded as like the pool. Yeah. You know, and plus you can take all those great pictures there. Yeah. You all are out there in that 26 degree That's weather. Right. <laughs> Check out me. I'm at a water park right, today. Right. That's... I'm sunning with tropical Santa. Thank right, you. Right. And that has a theming of being in a blizzard. Though. Exactly. So. <laughs> all right. So why don't we move on now then to the holiday resorts and, um, you know, we've talked about how beautiful they are in the you know, multiple times on this podcast, especially during the holidays. And sure, you could go hotel hopping randomly at the resorts, but why not develop a themed-based adventure? I bet you Michelle has one for you. (laughs) I do, I do. I'm actually, again... 
because I don't want this episode to go too, too long. I'm limiting it to only two themes. Okay. Um, just the two. Just the two. So the two that we're going to focus on today is unique holiday motifs and fragrance bouquet gingerbread. Mm. Um, but you could consider some other ones like food flights and look at hotels specifically to try different and more unique food based on the theme of the hotel. A world of color, just all the different color schemes at the different resorts, uh, or maybe even specialty shopping spree and looking at different shops and what they have unique to their I- individual resorts. Right. Or, uh, you know, find all the, the trees. That's you know, true. All the resort trees That's because true. there are several scattered out at various different resorts throughout. Maybe I'm giving something away. No, here. no, no. You're, you're but... right. You know, and some of the trees go beyond the lobby. So, mm-hmm. right. All right, so let's start with the gingerbread journey here. And, you know, the pastry chefs really do quite an incredible job with this. Um, so this year, there are five resorts that have the featured gingerbread displays. And you can really definitely make a day of this. Um, one of them is a, li- a little bit more out of the way than the others, and that's Animal Kingdom Lodge. So if you do have a car, that might be a good place to even actually start your your journey there otherwise you can really focus on the other four and and get they're a little closer together and easier to get to so this is like a sample itinerary obviously you can do this in any order you like Um, but this is just to kind of give you an idea of way to go is um, if you don't have a car then go to the closest theme park to your resort and take transportation over to the beach club or to the boardwalk resort Um, you'll be visiting both of those locations for gingerbread. So it doesn't really matter which of those you start at. Um, so let's start at the boardwalk Inn, if that's where you're going to start your, your journey here. And, you know, on display there, their gingerbread, uh, display this year is a replica of the boardwalk deli. And it really includes so many meticulous details Perhaps you want to see, maybe if you can find all 26 hidden Mickeys. That's right, 26 hidden Mickeys, yeah. Um, And while you're enjoying that fantastic scent that fills the air, um, maybe you can even pick up a few new treats that they've added this year, like an artisan peppermint marshmallows. Mm. Um, And speaking of the Boardwalk Deli, you might be interested in trying their peppermint brownie cheesecake. Yeah, that sounds pretty I know, good. I know. So, I mean, it's just, again, I, it's, it's hard to really describe in words how much detail they put in this display, this gingerbread display, um, you know, but it even includes, you know, th- there's cute little scenes inside, outside. They have the little tables and sitting areas and things. So, so it's really just phenomenal to, to take a look at. Um, also a lot of times at the boardwalk in, they'll have somebody from photo pass who can be there to take pictures. Um, they might not be there all the time, mm-hmm. but you, you know, they may be there while you're there. They're usually there, right? Uh, they usually have them situated throughout, uh, many of these resorts, mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to want to take some holiday pictures right. while you're there. Right. And especially now with the ones with the gingerbreads, because that is what is drawing a lot of people to these resorts. So, and the trees. That's right. Um, so now walking distance from that resort is the beach club. And that's where you can see some really mind blowing life-size gingerbread carousel. Mm. And it actually even spins. It's just so incredible. Um, this year, the carousel horses are themed to some of the princesses. So it's kind of neat to take a look at the horses and try to figure out, it's pretty obvious, which resort, I mean, which princess that they're rep, representing. Which but, one represents me? <laughs> the one out front. <laughs> <laughs> Someday I'll get in the building. I know, I know. Um, they do, uh, as with the other resorts, uh, especially with the gingerbreads, they, they do really provide a lot of different treats that you can purchase and try. Um, And they've also added at uh, Beach Club a chocolate Mickey cookie this year. Nice. I know, I know. But really, it is um, so spectacular to see this carousel. And it's amazing. It is something that every year I've always enjoyed going to see out there um, when I've had a chance to be down here during the holidays. And it's just really out of this world beautiful yeah i'll be honest with you i have never seen the carousel yet 
Uh, we, have, we have not gotten out there when when I've been with you. Right. I'm just, yeah, you've had your opportunities and it's just unfortunately mm-hmm. hasn't been with me. Right, so, right. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll do it this week. Yes. We'll be heading out there this it's week. It's the plan. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Then let's, from there, you could take a transportation to Magic Kingdom. That's an easiest way to get over to the next set of, of resorts with gingerbreads. Um, and from the Magic Kingdom, you can either walk to um, the Contemporary Resort or you could take the monorail over to the Contemporary Resort from there. Um, but that's where you can catch the Cinderella Gingerbread Castle inspired by the art of Mary Blair. It's just really a beautiful, heartwarming display that they have there. Um, you know, each year they, they do a little different with it. Uh, I thought this year it was great that the Imagineers included some love for the contemporaries infamous five-legged goat. Uh, in fact, there are 11 hidden five-legged legged goats on the display. Oh, wow. Um, again, they too have added some new, uh, offerings to try some treats to bring home or whatever, or try there. Um, they have a gluten-friendly five-legged goat sugar cookie. Nice. Yeah. Gluten-friendly too. I That's know. Yeah. I know. So um, again, it's just, a, it's an amazing resort to be around, um, to, to smell that gingerbread mm-hmm. and just feel the holiday around you. Yeah. It's just, Plus you have the monorail going through. Yeah. It is a, it's a great resort. For yeah. Sure. Uh, you you know, and depending on what time of day you're there, you could head over to the Outer Rim and just take a look out over Bay Lake and have some nice cocktails. They even have some holiday cocktails to, mm, to lovely. try there too. So, so then from there, get back on the monorail and head over to the Grand Floridian. And, and I would recommend this one kind of as the last one to see because it is the, the biggest display. In fact, it's their gingerbread house is so large, it's a shop. Right. You know, but it... Yeah, they sell gingerbread, among other things. Right. Right out of that, right exactly. out of that house. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, arguably, it's the most elaborate one that they have on property. Um but from so when you're first looking at it, like from a very broad look, it, it is already spectacular and impressive and amazing. But when you start to move in closer and look at more of the details, it, you, it'll blow your mind. So like in this year's, they have, if you look at where the windows are, right above the top of the windows are, are painted animation scenes, like of Beauty and the Beast or Winnie the Pooh. And it's just like, Wow, somebody had to really intricately paint that to look exactly like if it was a cell from the the movie. You know, it's just so adorable. Um, They are incorporating the 50th anniversary in the gingerbread display. So you'll see some of those iridescent colors that are stunning um, with some of the display there that you can appreciate for sure. Yeah, that's probably my favorite of the gingerbread houses, as it probably is for most people. I mean, that that one is always so intricate and spectacular right. and gorgeous. And just the lobby of the Grand Floridian in general right. during the holiday times, it's just, it's stunning. It is. You know, and in different times of the day, there's a piano player and playing, right. you know, holiday music and, um, you know, and like you said, uh, th- that's where you can get some gingerbread shingles um, dipped in chocolate. And that's something that we usually pick up one or five um, to be able to take home and just kind of remember the splendor that was yep, for sure. <laughs> there. So that would be doing the gingerbread journey. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I like the gingerbread journey. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I think you're going to like the next one too. It's one that I call the unique holiday motifs. And so, um, you know, as I mentioned, the color and theming are very distinct at each distinctive at each resort. Um, and so this could be a beautiful day of exploration because you're going to be able to really see some different styles of the holiday, but still feel the holiday. Um, and you'll have some exceptional photo ops there as well. So I'm just going to go with like five favorite that I think would be, okay. if you can't get to everything and, you know, certainly that would take forever, but you know, if you want to kind of consider these, um, these five here, one of them would be the Riviera. 
you know, and one of the things the the lobby is surprisingly small for what you might think of at first, but it's actually very quaint and adorable. And so you'll feel like you're transported to a charming little European town over the holidays. And uh, I, I think if you just sit in the lobby, they have nice couches and things like that. You can really just let yourself relax and, and just let yourself be transported, just feel immersed into that. Um, but it really also does warrant a stop at their coffee shop bistro called the Petite Cafe. Um, they, year round, they have some amazing, wonderful treats and coffees and things like that to try. Um, but during the holidays, oh my gosh, it's, it's a crazy, amazingly, in fact, our first time to the Riviera we went was during the holiday season. Um, this year they added some new things as well. I like seeing that the resorts are adding some additional new treats. Um, this one, they have a dark chocolate mousse with white chocolate peppermint mousse center, a brownie base, peppermint marshmallow, and truffle. Sounds great. Sounds amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. They also have their own version, their Riviera traditional Italian panettone. I can't talk today, but I think you know what I mean. I know we know what you mean. <laughs> so the next one where you could have an experience with a unique motif would be at the Polynesian Resort. Um, you know, they are the tropical tones of the hall. And then you also, they play holiday music, but with the type of instruments that you would think of with the Polynesian islands. And so it, again, another really great escape and Some very melancholy maka yes, type celebration. Yes. Um, uh, and this one has some great photo pass photography magic in their photographer's cameras. Uh, that's where we even found Hey Hey showed up. Yes. And who can't get enough Hey Hey? I don't know. Not me. Not can't me. get enough. Can't get enough. Um, this one, if you're, you know, coordinating it in your plan for the day, you might want to go a little in the afternoon um, so that you might be able to then stop off at Trader Sam's uh, Grog Grotto or the Tiki Terrace. And they've added for this holiday season, starting December 1st through the 31st, some tropical drinks there. So they'll have the uh, Mele Kaliki Mai Tai mm. and the Tropical Snowstorm and mm. the Jingle Jammer. Wow. Those all sound fun. I know, right? So all things we'd want to try. For oh, sure. for sure. <laughs> Wait, is there alcohol in it? I, I want to try. I know. But again, um, it's... At that lobby, the Polynesian lobby is so beautiful during any time of the year, but you throw in the holiday tree, the garland and the, the music and everything. It, it's just yeah. really so unique and so beautiful. Definitely one of my favorite lobbies at any of the Disney resorts for sure. Right. So the next one that I'm going to talk about is the Yacht Club. And uh, I think the thing about this one that always captures my eyes is just how they use various sailing ships to decorate their trees, their wreaths and garlands. It's nothing short of impressive. Um, and, and, I, and I have to say this one of all of them, I think holds a special place in my heart associated with my mom. Um, it was just one of those resorts. I mean, we love the beach club too, but this one, I think we would spend more time just sitting there together and enjoying each other and being amazed by the beautiful, unique decor that they had. Yeah. Over the nice. holidays. Yeah. The Yacht Club is stunning for sure. Yeah. Um, and the next one would be Port Orleans. Now, if, if you have time, energy or car or whatever, and you can go to both sides, the Riverside as well as the French Quarters, um, that's ideal because they're very different and you get different feels from them. Um, both of them feel like Christmas, but just different. If you can really only go to one, whether it's time constraints or whatever, then I think we'd recommend the French Quarter. And this is the side that has those vivid uh, color schemes that are very much of Mardi Gras. So you have the gold, green, and purple. And you might not think that combination would seem very Christmassy, but just like with a lot of other things that Disney does with colors, it doesn't seem to matter the color scheme. They can still invoke the feelings of the holidays. Yeah. Same goes for New Orleans Square at uh, in Disneyland Park. Right. Uh, yeah. If you go there, 
um, from now until Mardi Gras. Uh, they keep those decorations up there, and it looks it looks wonderful. Yeah, that's true. Good point, baby. I forgot about that. Um, this resort also beckons you to try out a tasty treat or two. Uh, a trip to the bayou just wouldn't feel complete without a Mickey-shaped beignet, right? Well, yeah, anytime. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> It could be in the bayou. It could be at home. I want a Mickey-shaped beignet. That's, That's right. That's all there is to it. Now, the last one that uh, I'll bring up here in this um, unique motif theme is the Wilderness Lodge. Um, it's it's just worth the trip to go see the lobby alone. But there are so many other great things to see in there. But the lobby is jaw-dropping beautiful. Um, you know, the tree there is spectacular. It's it's very wide, open, spacious. Um, definitely gives you the holiday feeling as well as the Pacific Northwest. Um, again, great photo pass photographer there for opportunities there. Uh, one of the things you might want to try out while you're there is actually go up even just like one level or, or a few more. And they have some seating like by the balcony area and you can just relax, take it all in, do some people watching and, and just have a great time. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, I'd be hard-pressed to tell you which one is my favorite. And ask me tomorrow, it might be different as far as whether it's the Wilderness Lodge or whether it's the Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. During the holiday season, of which lobby I want to sit in and right. just really soak in the holiday glow. Right. Um, because they're both they're both so different, um, but they both have that holiday feeling. I think it just right. depends on what mode. Do you want more of a classic Christmas with the, you know, the Grand Floridian. Yeah. Or do you want kind of this down home country slash wildernessy Christmas um, that you get uh, very comfortable Christmas that you get from the Wilderness Lodge? Um, I love them both and I love visiting them both. Yeah, exactly. Um, So anyways, and, you know, obviously at Wilderness Lodge, there's other things that you can see around in terms of going out and outside and appreciating some of the things there but the Christmassy part really is in the lobby um now one of the things I didn't include in this list is Fort Wilderness and that's mainly because we've talked about Fort Wilderness on multiple occasions so I really didn't want to take up time in going into that but if you know, definitely would include it on this list. I don't think it can be mentioned enough because I don't think people realize enough what, you know, how good it is over there and how interesting it is and how different it is than anything else you're going to see at the Disney parks or the resorts as far as the decorations, because this is done by the guests. Right. That's true. The guests are decorating their cabins, their campsites, their RVs. They are decorating them themselves and they are very creative. And many of them, this is their thing they do every single year. And so they've kind of gathered up all this stuff and they know how they're going to set it up. And so it's fascinating and you get them in this, this small place. So I think it needs to be mentioned again, you know, that this is something that if you've never done it and you're out at Disney for the holidays, it's worth taking the detour. I know it's out of the way. I know that there's some things involved with getting there and everything. It's worth it to go check it out at least once and experience it and see what it's all about because it is pretty darn cool. It is very cool. You are correct. Um, You get more of the spectacularness of it if you're going after dark. Um, So you can go out there and, you know, probably one of your easiest things is to take, um, go from the Magic Kingdom, take the boat over there because at least then you're closer to the campsites than if you go to the other main entrance right they have to take another bus and everything right but, right um yeah i mean it's it, the best thing like if you already have a plan to go see the hoop right um stick around oh, afterwards yeah. and just just go around and go tour they even they, you know they sell the the carriage rides through the area True, there. Yes. you know it's 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 another fee if you want to pay that fee and it's not uh not necessarily inexpensive right um, but that's one way to do it. But you can just walk around or whatever and, and check out some of these wonderful, how, how the guests there have decorated their, yes. their camp locations. Yes. And as we've mentioned, you know, it's kind of like when you go to some of these like Comic Cons and things like that, people really take the time to come up with, you know, in this case, they, their decorations and their creativity of that. And so they're proud of it. And so they're very willing to graciously welcome you to take a look to talk to them, ask the questions and things like that. But it is really spectacular. For sure. Yeah. It's worth it. 
believe me, it's it's worth it to go check it out at least once and judge for yourself. But I, I really think it brings you a, a, just a different aspect of the Disney holidays to you when you get to visit that. Right. So um, kind of wrapping up in terms of the resource, you really can't go wrong, whichever resource, you know, just decide to go two, three, four, five, whatever you have time or desire for. Um, I didn't even go into some of the, you know, the ones that are like the all stars and the art of animation, things like that. Everything is beautiful. So it doesn't matter which ones you go. This was just trying to come up with a theme to kind of string the storyline for yourself along. Very good. Yeah. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. And I think you're going to top us off with uh, Disney Springs. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to touch a lot on Disney Springs, but it is a, a location that you can get to and check out and get some of that holiday feel, whether you're local in the, you know, central, Florida area or whether you just want to venture over there while you're on your vacation because that there are some great things going on there and obviously I mean it's mostly a mall there's great shopping right. there it's the holiday season you may want to do some shopping especially for some Disney items right great locations there so many wonderful restaurants there to go right. dine in and a lot of them have some holiday themed dishes right. specifically added to their menus for them so you're definitely going to want to check it out um, by the way, one of the best things about you, things you can go there for is, man, you know, it's counting down the days before you get to actually Christmas to mm-hmm. the holidays. You may want to meet with the big man himself. <laughs> True. Well, the good thing is he happens to spend some time there at the, the uh, Disney Springs area. Convenient. Uh, yeah, and you can do a virtual queue for him so you can explore the mall and you can know when your time to meet the big man in the nice. red suit nice. is coming up. Uh, he'll be there through December 24th because I think he's got something a little busy going on on the yes. December 24th into the 25th. Yeah. So he kind of got to cut away there, but at least he's going to be around for a good portion of it. Nice. So you can get those last minute requests yes. into the big man for <laughs> sure. Um, meanwhile, there's all sorts of entertainment going on there. They have like stilt walkers, musical acts. They have toy soldiers. Nice. You know I mean, uh, and it does snow there in the evenings. What? It does <laughs> snow there in the evenings you you, you you do get some of the snowfall nightly so you're going to want to stick around and check that out nice. and yes you know another great thing to do there and it's been they've been doing this for years now and it's it's a it's a great tradition is they have that christmas tree stroll where right. you can go around you can pick up a map and you can check out all these different themed trees they have like 20 themed christmas trees nice. throughout the mall you tick them off on the map you bring it back at the end of it all and you get a little surprise at the mm-hmm. end. So it's another fun family time checking out all this wonderful Christmas decor, holiday decor, uh, while you're just kind of meandering your way through this, you know, this beautiful space and you, you get a little something at the end. Right. So, um, and like I said, I'm not going to go into everything that there is to do there. But there's a ton of stuff. Um, but the, these are some fun things that you, you and the family can enjoy out at Disney Springs at the Walt Disney World Resort. Very good. Yes. Cool, cool. So, so those are just a, a, a kind of a list. There are so many things. Really, oh, yes. we're not even you know denting the surface of right. all the holiday fun that can be done outside the Disney parks. Of course, definitely, there's great things in the Disney parks, but there's great things outside of it to explore as well. Uh, definitely check it out. We'd love to know what your favorite thing to do is to get that holiday feel on uh, when you're out at the Walt Disney World Resort. Yeah, and if there's a particular something that we miss that you've captured uh, to enjoy, we want to definitely uh, include that and share that with everybody. For sure, for sure. We're, we're going to have some chances to do that before we actually get uh, to the big holiday itself. Yeah. Um, so definitely um, let us know what you enjoy and we will share them on an upcoming show. And that is our look at holiday Disney experiences beyond the parks. So much good holiday fun to be had. So exciting. Um, We have a trip planned this week, as we already mentioned. Excited to check it all out for ourselves. Yeah, I can't wait. We actually have two trips coming up, so we have another one in December. Both of them are short, one-nighters, but I think we're going to be able to to get in a bunch of fun holiday 
experiences. They're mostly all short because of my wacky schedule where I get <laughs> no. one day a week here, <laughs> one day a week there. Uh, the only time we have a weekend, I do have some weekends off, but then our son Scott doesn't can't get into the parks yeah. because his pass doesn't work. <laughs> So we have to make the best of it, and right. that's just what we're going to do. That's and we're right. Gonna we're going to have a great time. All about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Let's go ahead and get to the Disney stories of the week. And I guess we can't avoid the big story that kind of <laughs> happened this week. Heard a little something about mm-hmm. it, um, and we just got it. We're not going to go in depth in it because it's been talked about ad nausea everywhere. Right. You don't yes. need to hear it from us. Obviously. Bob Chapek, the CEO, former CEO of the Walt Disney uh, Company, has been removed from his position. He's now been replaced by the former CEO of the Walt Disney Company, Bob Iger. Uh, So, you know, it it, it was a big move today. Something that a lot of people trumpeted that they were pretty happy about. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's interesting. I'd like to personally welcome Bob Iger back. There were some great years at Disney with Bob Iger back as CEO. As for Mr. Chapek, um, look, whether you agree with his decisions or not, whether you liked what he did, mm-hmm. you know, I think that he at least felt he was doing it in what was the best interest of the Disney company. And, you know, time will tell on what his, his legacy right, will be. It right. was short lived, but what it will be. So, um, you know, there's been some, uh, there's been some nasty things said about poor Mr. Chapek, right. in my opinion out there. I think he was trying his best he wasn't the most personable guy. Yeah. Some of his decisions, I, I look, we're the show of positivity. We didn't agree with all his decisions. Right. We're going to say that right now. But hey, can we lay off on the guy? He just got fired. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be easy. He's gone. He didn't like him. He's gone now. Bob Iger's back. And it'll be interesting to see where they move forward with this. Yeah. Like you said, it'll be interesting to see later down the road, you know, some of the, you know, more in-depth details about all of the, his his tenure there, like you said, it was short, um, and just some of the other things involved in it and to, you know, now looking forward to see what's happening with Bob Iger back at the helm and, you know, also looking forward to seeing how they're going to come up with a successor because right now Mm -hmm. he's only, uh, agreed to a two year term where he would be able to help, um, identify a replacement and give some mentoring time as well. Right. So a lot of future things to look forward to. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see. I know he's got uh, for Monday, I, I think he has like a town hall meeting with a lot of cast members planned, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's, that's good. Yeah. Um, I'd like to hear what's going on with that. That'll be interesting. And I hear some of the interesting thoughts that are coming down the pipe of you know, and some of this they said they'll say was in place before even Bob Iger take over. Like this was going to start happening mm-hmm. soon. Um, rumors don't have anything concrete yet, so I'm mm-hmm. not going to talk about it here. Um, but some interesting things that will be happening with the parks in the near future. And um, just looking to see where uh, the company goes. I will say this. We bought more stock in Disney. <laughs> yes. That's how we feel about it. That's all you need to know. Right. Right. There. right exactly. So, so that's all we're going to touch on in that. Um, welcome back, Mr. Iger, yeah. Mr. Chapek. Um, we, we wish pre- you all the best. Yeah, we wish you the best. That's well said, Michelle. Michelle always has the best <laughs> sentiments for sure. So let's go ahead and get to the other Disney stories of the week. Mm-hmm. They're very minor compared to that one, <laughs> but we do have a couple for you. I'm going to start with, we learned the dates for a couple of popular Disney festivals, Disneyland festivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, this from the Disney Parks blog. They said, we are excited to share that our limited time festivals will be returning to the Disneyland Resort in early 2023. The Lunar New Year celebration and Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival will be back next year with the exhilarating entertainment and culinary classics you love, plus many new offerings to enjoy throughout Disney California Adventure Park and beyond. Woo-hoo. Yes, those are two of our favorite festivals. They are. They're they short, are. but they're great. I know. Well, and I don't know if you were going to mention it, but they have something they've already announced very special during the Food and Wine Festival. Oh, yeah. That's one of our favorite things that happens whenever the Food and Wine Festival <laughs> comes back. We'll get to that in here in a second. Um, uh, we'll start with the Lunar New Year celebration, however, because that comes first. Uh, it will take place from January 20th through February 15th of 2023. at Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival will run from March 3rd through April 25th of 2023. So for the Lunar New Year celebration, they say Disney California Adventure Park will usher in the Lunar New Year with joyous tributes to Chinese, Korean, and Vietnamese cultures 
with a multicultural celebration filled with auspicious wishes for the new year. In 2023, they'll be celebrating the Year of the Rabbit for the Chinese, mm-hmm. anyway. In Chinese culture, the rabbit has the unique characteristic of waiting for an opportune moment and then leaping into action. I think that's mm-hmm. fascinating. That is. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Like Judy Hopps. Yes. Um, and also, more than any other zodiac animal, the rabbit symbolizes luck. So mm. that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, Disneyland will also be recognizing the Vietnamese Zodiac calendar during the Lunar New Year celebration. And 2023 is the year of the cat in the Vietnamese. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's, that's very cool, cool as well. On hand to celebrate during Lunar New Year will be, of course, Mickey and Minnie Mouse in their festive attire, mm-hmm. plus Mulan and Mushu uh, from the Walt Disney Studios uh, film. Mulan, of mm-hmm. course, will be there. Uh, the centerpiece of the celebration will be Mulan's Lunar New Year Procession, a vibrant performance hosted by Mulan and Mushu that features dozens of spirited parade performers as they honor family, friendship, and the potential for a fortune-filled new year. In 2023, the procession will be extended throughout all of Disney California Adventure uh, along the parade route, all the way from Paradise Gardens, all the way to Hollywoodland. So that's, that's pretty much awesome. from one corner of the park yes. to the other. yes. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the culinary landscape, w- uh, landscape will expand with the addition of two new Lunar New Year marketplaces, Bamboo Blessings and Wrapped with Love. They will join the returning marketplaces, including Lucky Eight Lantern, Prosperity Bow and Buns, Red Spice Traders, and Longevity Noodle Company. Uh, with the return of the popular Sip and Savor Pass, you'll want to get that mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, you can take advantage of getting South six mouthwatering food and non-alcoholic beverage selections uh, using the tabs from yeah. that pass. It's really a good deal. Right. Yeah. And you talked about that recently. So that's uh, definitely a good good thing to check mm-hmm. out. Uh, Hurry Home Lunar New Year Celebration also returns presented prior to the World of Color. This heartwarming nighttime water show tells the tale of a little lantern's quest to reunite with family for the annual celebration of good luck and fortune. During the celebration, you can check the Disneyland app for showtimes. So that's pretty cool. I've that never is. seen that. I'd love to check that out. Yeah. I love when they have, you know, some slight variations with the world of color associated with different things that they're celebrating. And that one sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. Sounds, like they said, heartwarming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really cool. Um, also, there's some, a lot of family-friendly fun. Uh, you have some Chinese uh, calligraphy demonstrations. There's a Lucky Wishes wall where guests can share their hopes uh, for the future year ahead. Uh, plus, lots of tasty treats, not only at the marketplaces, but also like Paradise Garden Grill, Lucky Fortune Cookery, mm-hmm. all sorts of fun uh, throughout the park. And yes, uh, beginning uh, January 20th, Raya from Raya and the Last Dragon will be making appearances out there at Redwood Creek. So you can kind of, nice. if you haven't had a chance to, to get in a meet and greet with her right. yet, yeah. uh, this may be your opportunity. Very cool. I'm so happy about that. Mm-hmm. Now on to the, Ca- the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. It will once again feature the best of what California has to offer. This festival includes 12 festival marketplaces that feature a smorgasbord of sweet and savory foods along with creative cocktails, beer, wine and tasty non-alcoholic beverages in addition guests will find even more festival inspired dishes at select restaurants throughout disney california adventure and special items will also be featured at the downtown disney district and the hotels of the disneyland resort so again if you don't want to get the reservation by the ticket you can still enjoy some of the food and wine festival right there at downtown disney district that's awesome yep of course, the Jam and Chefs will be back. Uh, Chef Goofy will be back. Alice's Wonderland Bakery Unbirthday Party Show is going to be there. All going on as you're there. Uh, guests will also enjoy um, crafts, complimentary weekend culinary demonstrations, and artist events and signing. And if you want to spend a little more money, yes, they're going to have some uh, Carthay Circle Wine Maker Receptions, Trader Sam's Mixology Seminars, um, Craftsman GCH Craftsman Grill Mixology Seminars, all sorts of stuff that you want to mm-hmm. spend a little more and kind of get a little bit more of an enhanced experience right. there. You will have that opportunity. Very cool. But here's the one that Michelle has been waiting <laughs> for, the big announcement, of course. Soarin' Over California yeah. will return for a limited <laughs> time during the festival. Yes, Soren turns back to its original 
and the best soaring <laughs> over California. We yeah. love it so much and so happy whenever it returns to the I Disneyland know. Resort. I know. Gonna miss it. <laughs> yes, uh, the smell of the orange groves. I oh, know. It's always I so know. wonderful. It's cool. Love it. It is the best. It is. Soaring around the world is great, but man, soaring over California yeah, is, is the goat. It is. It is the goat. So. Agreed. Agreed. wonder if it has five legs. <laughs> No question. <laughs> no question about it. Uh, moving on, there's a new deal you may be interested in if you're a DVC, me- DVC member who'd like to take a cruise through a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. This from the Disney Vacation Club website. They said eligible Disney Vacation Club members can now enjoy 30% off original point chart wow. values on select two-night Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser voyages. Uh, this offer can be booked with points or a combination of points and cash. So not everybody in a party needs to use points. Right. It's going to be a lot of points. It's still a lot of points, even with a discount. Right. But you could pay one person for points, one person for cash. Right, right. It's an interesting deal. Uh, this offer applies to the following departures in winter of 2023. Uh, look, it's I'm not going to go through every date, but it's through January uh, through the very beginning of March. They're like the first one mm-hmm. in March um, are the dates that are available for you. Uh, now, here's some interesting things you'll need to know about it. Members must be eligible for membership extras. That means that you've bought your points through Disney. Right itself not uh, you know at a resale marketplace right. or whatever or at least not all your points in a resale marketplace right, right. to be able to use this uh points must be used to pay for at least one member uh, but again a combination can be done for mm-hmm. the rest of your guests and there will be just as if you're you're booking a resort that's not a dvc resort there is a $95 transaction fee on right, top of that, right. and it's non-refundable. So uh, you'll you just know that going in. If you just change your mind right. later, um, you still are going to put that $95 in. Right, yeah. Now, uh, I looked at the points chart. Um, for those dates, the first two guests are 370 points on the chart. Now, with a 30% discount, uh, my math may not be exactly correct here, so... <laughs> Don't hold me to this completely, but that make that should knock it down to about 215 points, which is still a lot. Yeah. But not crazy, crazy, right, right. crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy. It's right. still a lot of points. Not most, most people don't have 215 points to right. spend. But if you want to do this, you want to borrow some points from years ahead. Yeah. And maybe a way to do it. That's right. Interesting. But yeah. it's interesting to see that they are offering a, a discount here for the early time of the year to yeah. have that opportunity to go and sail through a galaxy far, far away yeah. on the Halcyon. Yeah. It's nice that they're trying to, you know, um, give DVC members some additional fun opportunities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is not the cheapest point. Uh, I mean, it is uh, using the discount, but if you're just looking at points in general, mm-hmm. it's not the cheapest time of the year. I think that's somewhere in like September right, or something like right. that. Uh, I think it's like 287 points there. Um, but uh, when you knock off 30%, that's pretty good. Right. That's right. pretty good. Yeah. And I don't know. I actually didn't say if it knocks off 30% off the cash price as well. Yeah. I, I guess I'm not sure how... I read it because I was thinking it was 30% off the cash value. It says it's 30% off the value on the points Point. chart. It gotcha. doesn't say whether it's cash as well. Maybe we'll right. have to talk to our favorite uh, travel agent, uh, Nate, with Main Street and more travel yeah. and ask him uh, what he knows about that and try and pass that along to you. But either way, uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, we're, still, we're still planning it out. We're going to go on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Like I've said, it, it's happening. <laughs> uh, we're just trying to figure out the best dates to do it. Um, but it's going to happen sometime within the next couple of years. Yes. We, we've decided it's yeah, happening. Yeah. Especially after talking to Nate a few episodes ago. Right. And I think, you know, when it, w- it was first announced, you know, it, that was our thought of a strategy is probably not being on the initial ones, but eventually, you know, putting the money towards it. Yep. And so, we're excited about yeah. it. We are going to do it. Uh, we're going to do it and hopefully soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's wonderful, awesome, all things great in the world. You just heard it a little bit ago. She does the best research. Mm. You know, she has the best list. But the one thing she definitely does the very best, she always has the best tips. So let's get to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. All right. Well, I don't know if this is so impressive. But it's one that 
you know, I've used in the past. Um, and I think especially around holiday season time, and we're talking about going to whether it's different resorts or to the uh, water park or to Disney Springs, but there's just so many great decorations. And then I think we capture, you know, we're in the mode of walking through and we're not really taking the time to look up and see the grandeur of it all, you know, and taking the time to really capture all the essence of the holiday season decorations. And um, that can be, like I said, just going through the resorts. Uh, you mentioned about there's trees sometimes outside the resorts, just walking around, really getting the full experience, but making sure you're looking up because otherwise you're going to miss some things. You know, and some things you also might miss is that a lot of times I've, we've seen this at the Wilderness Lodge. People mm -hmm. will decorate their balconies. Guests will True. decorate their balconies. If you don't look up, yes. you may not see them. This is the classic Michelle <laughs> tip. It is the best tip um, and one that everybody should heed um, because, well, yes, you. especially nowadays, we get so caught in going to the next thing looking at our phones, right. you know, trying to wrangle up the family to move <laughs> to wherever you're going to. So many times we just pass by so many great things that the Imagineers have placed right. there for us to experience everything. And if you just take a second from every once in a while and look around, look up and look around, um, there'll be some incredible things that you may have never seen before. And this goes for any day, but especially when they have the holiday decorations right, right. out. So yeah, yeah so. That, that is when I say Michelle's tip is the best <laughs> tip, that is the best tip. Oh, thank you, sweetie. So what about you? Uh, for my tip, it's not going to be nearly as good as oh. that. But, um, well, I know that we can't be the only people who've just moved to Florida from mm -hmm. around the country. I know that there's a lot of people who've moved here. Uh, and so if you're among this group, you may want to take advantage of some of the things that the Walt Disney World Resort has to offer, especially discounts, Florida resident discounts right. on tickets, or maybe, you know, you still can purchase, at least I think of as today, the Pixie Dust mm -hmm. Annual Pass, which is only for Florida residents. Right. Um, you can do that as well. It doesn't get you in on the weekends, but you're a Florida resident. You can go during the weekdays. You're That's close right. by, right? That's right. Um, and you can do this right online, actually. Um you can get the tickets, you can get the annual pass, you can purchase them online. But one thing you may not be able to do online is verify that you're actually a Florida resident. You can, but you may not be able to. You may not have the proof online. Mm -hmm. So the good thing about it is there are ways that you can still do that right at the parks. So I want to tell you those ways so you can be ready to go when you're there. Good deal. Because you may be a procrastinator like us and you may have not near gotten your Florida driver's license, your Florida ID yet. You may still have a California ID. So it may be kind of a little bit hard to prove that you are right? a Florida resident. Um, now, if you do have your Florida ID already, you're, it's easy to go. A lot of times you'll be able to do it right online or you can also go to any theme park ticket window or the Disney Ticket Center at Disney Springs. Right. Show them the ID, easiest way to do it. If you don't have your Florida ID yet, <laughs> like us, there are other ways to do this. Here's some things that you can bring to prove your Florida-ness, okay? <laughs> uh, you can bring uh, anything that has a Florida address on it dated within the past two months, as long as there are these items. A current mortgage statement, mm -hmm. a current homeowner's insurance policy or bill, a current automobile insurance policy bill or registration, a current utility bill, mail from a financial institution, a bank, right. or the government or a government agency. Any of these will work, but they have to have your name on them and then Florida address on right. obviously on them. So um, those are other ways if you are a procrastinator like <laughs> us and haven't got the rest of it done yet, um, that's ways that you can prove your Florida-ness to get those ticket discount, that annual pass discount. Very good. And to how to do it with, so you don't get stuck and not be able to actually use that discount. Right. Get the discount. Want to be sure and take advantage of that because you're here now. Yes. Take advantage of those discounts that you have available to you. So that's it for this week. Well, next week, well, as we've mentioned a couple times already on this show, we are making a quick trip to the Walt Disney World Resort to sample some of the holiday mm -hmm. cheer. 
We're going to discuss it with you next week. Again, it's going to be more holiday only. We'll be talking about the stuff that we experience personally. Right. Yeah. Some of it will be in the parks. So. Yes. Some yeah. of it will be in the parks. Some of it will be out of it. We're staying at the Grand Floridian yeah, for a night. First time there. First time staying there. We're going to tell you about the DVC room there. Mm-hmm. We have a, uh, a uh, deluxe uh, studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll tell you about that. Uh, and yeah, whatever else we come across as we're there to enjoy the holiday season. That's right. It'll be fun. Yes. It'll be fun. As for today's show, we appreciate that you join us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You know, you can capture some uh, great information with our blogs. Uh, So... Take advantage of getting some information that we may have touched on in the in our episodes, but some greater detail. That's true. Michelle does a great blog now. <laughs> she has several blog postings that you may have missed if you haven't been to the website recently. You will want to check that out at HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, if you want to find us on social media, we're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yes, and if you're there, please tell a friend. Please tell a friend. Want to join in all the fun. That's right. Right there. Also, we are on YouTube. Just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever you have a video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. And again, we hope you all had a very wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. And we wish for you to have a wonderful holiday season. Yes, no matter what holiday you celebrate. Right. Um, we are looking forward to the, the celebrating them along with you uh, in the coming uh, next month and on into the new year. Right. For sure. So. The other thing that we like to ask that would really help is to, uh, if you have the time, give us a rating or five, a five-star rating and or a review. Yes, if you have the time, uh, we appreciate that. It uh, helps people find this show, and it also tells us how we're doing so we can try and make this the best darn show we can for you. Exactly. Exactly. So that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.